Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, my name is Barney Wells. Zach Brooks. Uh, we are two-fourths, half of the band Barney Wells and the Ramblin' Souls. We are just outside of Nashville in the uh, city of Dixon, Tennessee. We're going to play one of our originals. This one is called Thief. Should have seen it coming on the night that we first met. Beautiful brown eyes, the kind you never forget. Is this love playing on the stereo? Holding her close to me and dancing real slow. She was stealing my heart. Hey, she was stealing my heart. Hey, Lord, she just like a thief. Spent that summer down by the riverbank Count the barges talking till the stars faded away I can still see Lord moonlight on the skin The taste of cherry wine promising love would never end She was stealing my heart Hey, way she was stealing my heart. Hey, way Lord, she just like a thief, stealing my heart away. Lord, she just like a thief. Anytime, night or day, she gets what she wants. She takes what she needs She got me begging for mercy Down here on my knees That girl, she just like a thief She stood in a long white wedding dress I was nervous, but if she was, I couldn't tell My forever standing there in front of me She held my heart with one hand 
While the other hand held the key Stealing my heart away She was stealing my heart Stealing my heart away Lord, she just like a thief Stealing my heart away Lord, she just like a thief Cause any time, night or day She gets what she wants She takes what she needs She got me begging for mercy Danny That girl, she just like a thief. That girl, she just like a thief. Should have seen it coming on the night that we first met. Beautiful brown eyes, the kind you knew. Forget. Welcome to Porch Talk 101, everybody. That's it. We are here. Yeah. Let me hear you. Check one, two. Perfect. Working all right? All right, so welcome to Columbus, Mississippi. Man, thanks for having us. I would say, I don't know if you could pick a hotter day. But uh, we brought the heat. Hey, bringing it, (laughs) dude. I'm telling you right now, when we left this morning around noon, it was already hot Mm -hmm. in our part of the world. And we just kind of looked at each other and said, and we're about to drive four and a half hours south. What's it going to be like when we get there? Yeah. uh, Like uh, around Nashville, did any of that uh, air problems go that far south for y'all? Uh, I heard something. Maybe there was a little bit of... There was a definite haze. Now, look, it's been yeah building. We've had a great summer, but uh, it's been building in heat and humidity, right? In Nashville, as you know, down here in Columbus, it the humidity is just horrible. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, there was a definite haze throughout the city, for sure, that was recognizable. Yeah, my mom, she's uh, in North Alabama, and she was calling me, and she was, like, sending me pictures of, like, uh, make sure you hit the uh, air cycle on your vehicle so you don't get that outside air. Yeah. Make sure your vehicle's conditioning. And I was like, Mom, it's not down here yet, but thanks. Yeah. Because I've I've got friends in the Midwest, and, you know, they they say it just smells like burnt plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely in in Illinois, where I'm I'm from. Um, There was definitely people seeing the smoke. Yeah. Creeping its way down south. Well, anyway, let's move on. Uh, I, they're playing at Munson Brothers tonight, and this episode will be out Tuesday. So, guys, you probably have missed the show, but I've, I've been promoting it, so hopefully a lot of my friends will be out this we evening. We appreciate that. Yes, and uh, like we were talking about, uh, we're going to have to move that thing inside. Ooh. We were thankful when we pulled up. We were like, all right, man, this is a cool spot. And I've been keeping up with you guys on – online now you know on social media for about the last six months i knew you had the courtyard area and all that stuff we pulled up and zach was like what are we gonna do if they they have us play outside i said we'll be playing to nobody because (laughs) nobody will be at this show yeah i was just last week and i host the open mic and 
we like to play outside when yeah. it's nice. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's beautiful th- out there. And I think that's going to be the last one of the of the summer where we're outside. It's just, man, I'm not I'm not trying to, like, it, it'd be the equivalent of jumping in the swimming pool Absolutely, at this point. Absolutely, man. And there's no sense in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, welcome to Columbus. Uh, I'm Thank so happy that y'all are down at Munson Brothers. I've been following y'all, too. And I was like, man, these guys are good. And then I saw y'all were coming to Munson's. I was like, I've got to reach out to these guys. Very, very excited. So, uh Someone's been telling stories outside of school. Uh, one of the bartenders was telling on me. <laughs> There's a very nice bartender that was talking to us. Glasses had a bun up in her hair. I did not get her name, but she did tell us right before we left because we told her all about the pod that we were coming up and hanging out with you. And she said, "There's never a dull moment when you're hanging out with him, and you can tell him I said that." <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you're you're uh, I'm either guess- famous or infamous. It's, it's infamous. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. that. Yeah, that, Nothing wrong with that. That's all right. It's one or the other, right? So, uh, guys, tell me a little bit about uh, where you're from growing up. Yeah, so I'm from uh, West Virginia, born and bred, and uh, lived there for 31 years, and I have been in Nashville for almost 22 now. Actually, uh, in July, it'll be 22 years uh, moved down there uh, with the company that I actually worked for at the time, the company I still work for, actually, believe it or not. And, uh, yeah, picked up my very young family. My kids were four and two when we moved. Yeah. They are now 25 and almost 23. And, uh, yeah, man, so we lived in Nashville for the first couple of years and uh, moved out to Dixon, Tennessee, where we're at now, and uh, been out there for 20, no, yeah, 20 years. Cool. 20 years now, and, uh, yeah, man, just – Doing the music thing, been playing since I was uh, 20 years old in bar bands and all that stuff. Started writing shortly after that, and uh, yeah, man, been hard at it ever since. Yeah, uh, I can definitely tell just by the song y'all shared a little bit about where you're from. Uh, I've when it comes, I love hearing that. You know, yeah. when, when it comes to Americana or country or folk, like especially when you're on the Appalachian Trail. Like that part of the Appalachians where you're at, yep. like the the style playing that y'all were just doing, yeah. is, that's where that comes from. Absolutely. I was like, yeah, I know where these guys are. I at. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And down here, it's you got Alabama pines, and then you have the Delta blues. Absolutely, man. you have all that. Absolutely, love all that. Yeah. So, what about you, man? You say I'm, Illinois? Yeah, I'm from uh, Southern Illinois, um, about uh, about four hours from Nashville, north. Um, lived there until I was 15, and we moved in. We moved to Dixon. Uh, I've we lived there 20 years. Uh, this summer marks 20 years living in Dixon. Right on. So how did y'all get together? Music bring y'all together? Yeah. You want, you want to tell that story? Uh, well, you know, uh, I used to work at a music store um, years ago. What's well, actually pretty cool? We're on this trip. We're playing Tupelo tomorrow. Tomorrow marks 10 years. I own a music shop in Dixon. Okay. It's our 10 year anniversary well, plug tomorrow. It. Plug it. Works, Zach's uh... music shop on. Main Street in Dixon, Tennessee, and it turns 10 years old tomorrow. Great, um, yeah, which baby. Which is really cool. Um, uh, so, yeah, we – let's see. I'm trying to think. What was the, cigar, the cigar lounge story? So, or? so, here's what Zach won't tell you. Zach is an <laughs> absolute legend around our hometown. It's just a fact. Infamous or famous? It, well, <laughs> he started off famous. We're starting to borderline <laughs> towards the infamous role. Bring me down. No. Literally, he has been in every band worth anything mm-hmm. in our hometown, right? Or our chosen hometown. He's been playing music how long? Seriously? Uh, yeah. Uh, as soon as we moved to Tennessee, I started that that Christmas. All, 
this coming Christmas will be 20 years. Playing in everything, right? And I knew who Zach was. I was playing in a band called the Back Alley Saints. I'd heard about Zach's band at the time, which was called J. Mays and Zebro. Okay, Zebro being Zach Brooks, J. Mays literally being his duo partner. They did a lot of really cool cover party stuff from the 90s and a lot of mashups, mashups and stuff. They're just super cool party band. And I'd heard about him, but I didn't know who he was. And one night, leaving a gig in Nashville, going home, we stopped at this little bar to grab some food and a couple more beers. And they were playing. Okay. And I was like, oh, man, this is – I've heard of these guys. And some of the friends we were with, they already knew who they were and everything. So I didn't really necessarily meet him that night, but I was able to put a name with the face of this guy that I'd been hearing so much about. And so I kind of followed them off and on. You know, I would go to bars, you know, where they played at and whatnot and everything. And Zach and I probably two or three years ago – we were big cigar guys, and we've got a little place in Dixon, Tennessee called Big Boys Cigar Lounge. And uh, oh, Shout out to it, man. I yeah, love, I love shout out myself. to Big Boys and Robbie, baby. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we were kind of hanging out up there and everything, and there was this one Thursday night. Thursday night's kind of for the, for the regulars, and we were hanging out, and the crowd had dwindled. We'd been there way too long, probably one too many beers in, to be quite honest, and we, Zach always has a guitar hanging on the wall down there. So if somebody wants to pick up a guitar, you know, you start playing, pass the guitar around or whatever. We were kind of doing one of those things because Nashville is one of those places where nobody's from Nashville, right? Right. Like you meet people from just a bunch of transplants. Literally all over the place. And that kind of happened to be the thing in our little circle that night. There ended up being maybe five or six of us there. Kind of started doing that thing. Well, hey, man, how'd you get to the area? How'd you get to the area? Everybody's telling their stories. And I'd known a lot of these guys for, at the time, you know, two or three or four years. And uh, they said, Barney, what about you, man? And, you know, in, in the Nashville, you just don't walk around going, oh, yeah, I'm a musician. Well, yeah. Yeah, who is it? Who isn't, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's not anything I go around town trumpeting. And at the time, I was at the tail end, what would end up being the tail end of, of a 10-year hiatus. I'd, I'd stopped playing, hadn't picked up my guitar in years literally years and so they got around to me and i told them oh yeah well i moved down here i transferred with the company you know blah blah blah, all this stuff and i said you know i said like a lot of people i, I actually came down you know to you know play try, try my hand at music you know and they're like whoa 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 wait a minute mm-hmm. you play music i was like well yeah i said but listen man that was a million lifetimes ago like i haven't played in years i gave it up you know and all this stuff and our friend of ours by the name of juan he Juan says get that guitar off off the wall Put it in his hands. Play something for us. Like I said, we were ever so slightly buzzed. I'm thinking, okay, I haven't played my guitar in years. It's going to be some rust. It's going to be a lot of rust, Possibly right? too much to drink. <laughs> so I played the uh, the only song at the time that would really come to my head, and it was a song of mine called Mother Blue Sky. Played it. That was the end of it. Great reaction and everything. I'm thinking, all right, well, that was cool. I'm done. You know, told a little bit of the story about the music and why I got out of it and all that stuff, and 10, 12 minutes later, hey, man, play that song again. <laughs> and we ended up playing that song like probably Everybody 10 or 12 songs. by the end of the night, yeah. Two nights later, we're at our little brewery in downtown. Shout out to Furnace Brewing, what is now 119 Craft Kitchen and Brew. Uh, and Zach's band, Jay Mays and Zubro, were playing, right? Okay. I'm there with some friends. We're literally cashing out. We're leaving. We're calling it a night. I've got my back kind of to the band cashing out. And I hear Zach say... Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a very good friend of ours come up. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I wonder who they're getting up. That's cool. I'm leaving. Like, I'm literally <laughs> tipping the waitresses and the bartenders, right? Oh, uh, yeah. 
And he says, Barney, come on up here and sing a song. And I mean, I just looked at him like, you got to be kidding. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? But I can't leave him hanging. And so I walked up. I said, uh, hey, man, like uh, you want to do like Statesboro Blues? You want to like you want to do like Stormy Monday, like something we all know? He's like, no. He said, we're doing your song. I said, oh, no, we're not. We're not doing that song. He said, yeah, we are. He said, I listened to you play it so damn much the other night. He said, I learned it by osmosis. He said, we're playing that song. And we actually did that. Mm -hmm. Great reaction. Made me feel great, to be honest with you. I mean, ego is a hell of a thing. And I was like, man, maybe I, maybe I still got it. You know, man, the response was great, you know, and everything. And probably a month went by and we were at the cigar bar and, Zach says, hey, man, I want to start doing a songwriter's night at the brewery. I think you should be a part of it. And without thinking about it, I said, yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Probably six weeks went by. We saw each other several times at the Cigar Lounge and never mentioned anything about it. And 10 days before the first writer's night that we started almost a year ago, or actually just over just a year ago a now, year ago, yeah. uh, he said, hey, man, you're on. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, songwriter's night. June 10th, you're on. Have about seven or eight songs ready. And ever since then, it's been nonstop gigs, whether it's solo stuff, writer's nights, duo stuff, like I said, the band yeah. thing. And uh, yeah, that's it's this guy's fault. I tell him oh, that all the fault. time. I put him, him, put him back, put him back in the ring. Yeah. I've had, uh, I've, I've went through burnout over the years and, uh, like the, the latest thing that really kick started me was, uh, uh, Brandon and uh, Drew Nix out of the Red Clay Strays. They were playing a yeah man. They were playing a private party, and like I happened to be there that night, and uh, they were scheduled to play three hours. And kind of a similar thing. I was just out in the crowd minding my own business, and Drew's like, "Hey guys, uh, we got a good friend of ours, Alan, and he's gonna come up here and play a few songs with us." Nice. And I was like, "Oh boy, yeah." And I was like, hey, you know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna not do it. Like you've got to now. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go. And I ended up like sharing the stage, you know, for the next hour. And it was just what a fun night. Yeah. That's literally what it's all about. Yeah. I know that's a ridiculous cliche, but mm-hmm. those kind of moments are literally why we do what we do. Yeah. You know, and you just try to capture as many of them that go by you. You know, they're going by you a hundred miles an hour all the time. And you're just kind of reaching out, trying to grasp onto a few of them every once in a while. Yeah. So early days, I mean, how would music come into your life? Was it like mom and dad with the records or like what made you want to uh, play music? For me, it was. I came to it late, but everybody in my family, although there's only really just, you know, a few, four or five, half a dozen musicians in my family. Uh, and actually that number's growing. So, I mean, we might, you know, closer to 10 maybe in the in the family and. But at the time, but my family was really into music, like above average music listeners. So for me, I'm 52. So in the 70s, there was always like Jim Croce uh, records, uh, Carol King's Tapestry album. I distinctly remember listening to that in my grandmother's living room, uh-huh. you know, and everything. And then uh, you would go to family outings, you know, and they would, back then they had the big, uh, you know, turntables that were like furniture. You know, you lifted the lid up and everything. Yeah. And when you put it down, you put the lamps and stuff back on it. And I remember just being around music all the time. And so I think just that seeped into me. I had cousins that were listening to Motown, you know, in the in the late 70s and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, when it was getting just a little bit funkier, you know. And uh, 
just being an above uh, the Eagles were on, it seemed like all the time, you know, and just great music. And I think that just got into me. And then at 20, I was playing uh, or just hanging out with some friends of mine and they had just started playing guitars. And we literally had a house party at my house when my parents went away. They might just be finding this out right now. Uh, <laughs> and we were just hanging out and we were playing just some old country music type stuff. And we played uh, the song Old Flame by Alabama. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of, uh, you know, harmony in that. And we literally played that couple of guitars, four voices. And it was literally like we had just been playing together forever. And I think everybody in the room, including the four guys that ended up, I started playing music with, we just kind of looked at each other like, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And got hooked on that, started playing in local bands and just did that hardcore for, you know, the 10 to 2 Friday and Saturday night every weekend yeah. forever. It's Road like, Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, classic rock in my house. Uh, my parents... Between Guns N' Roses, Foreigner, ACDC, ZZ Top, Skinner, it was all good music playing. The Beatles, uh, Zeppelin, uh, just always good music in the household. Uh, lots of eight tracks in my dad's old Dodge, going up and down the road playing some Kiss and Foreigner and different stuff. But um, they always had a good taste in music. I always wanted to play a guitar. I was always interested, but in where I was from, there was really nothing you could do with it that no one around there really taught lessons or anything like that. Um, so I was in like school band, stuff like that. But as soon as we moved to Nashville area, I finally got that guitar and yeah. it took over pretty quick. That's one of my favorite things to do when I'm up in Nashville is just stop by the pawn shops. Cause you know, oh, it's, man. it's broken heart Avenue, right? You have all this crazy equipment that yeah. is, you know, it's like, I can't believe that's here, but it's like someone came here chasing a dream and Absolutely. the dream's over now. Zach sees it all the time, even though, I mean, we're 35 miles outside of Nashville. I mean, Zach, sees the mandolin you were talking about that, that you've got. Yeah, some, I, I bought a 1907 Gibson mandolin. I came in and who knows what kind of stories are in that thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what Chris Thiele, like he's got an old Gibson like that. Yeah. And it's like, there's, it's, it's so rare. There's yeah. only like a handful it, left. It's, it's, it's 1907. Yeah, Holy yeah, cow. It's in pretty good seven. shape. It's, it's, it's wild. But yeah, I've, I've literally, when I opened the store, I've had people that come in to, that had moved to Nashville and they, they got to go back home and they're trying to sell their guitars and find a way and yeah, see the heartbreak. But uh, cool story. I won't, I won't say who it was exactly, but I bought a guitar off a kid that needed the money, had to move back home and now he's back in Nashville and thriving and doing really well. How about that? And that was pretty cool to see him kind of turn it around. I know it's been about a decade, but, uh, over the years watching him just like fulfill get back and get back in the groove and playing again but i remember when i first opened that shop selling the guitar i gotta get back home you know i'm not gonna make it <laughs> it's wild yeah wild stuff yeah I, I i can only imagine man it's just the, the few times especially like east nashville when i hear it now it's like people are really flocking to austin the way they used to nashville but people still flock to nashville oh. yes my gosh it's man. not going anywhere it's not it's, going you know anywhere. It's, it's the mecca of it and you know the crazy thing is i mean look well, how do, I, how do I say this? Music is art, right? Mm -hmm. And certain artists might be somebody's Picassos, and, and they are not what I consider good music, right? But again, I always try to keep in mind, that's somebody else's art. And I try not yeah. to bag on anybody. You know, it's not a competition. But I, I like to listen to what I like to listen to. And Nashville right now, in my opinion, and I know... It, the stuff that's on the radio, some of it's great, some of it's, you know, somebody's Picasso. 
But there is so much good music going on right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can talk about uh, J.D. Clayton. Uh, what's the Bowers girl we were talking about? Oh. Oh, I hate that we don't remember her name. Oh, Monster guitar player. Uh, Hannah Dasher, uh, who was just at one of our songwriters nights a couple of nights ago. Uh, so many monster artists that are country, right? Yeah. And yeah. We're, we're not country. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. <sighs> visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. What, like the, the thing we do with Barney Wells and the Ramblers, so it's not country. We right. don't talk, we don't say that it is. I'm from West Virginia. You're going to hear twinges, you know, tinges of of country come out, right? I mean, it's hard to escape that, and I don't run from that anymore. But there's so, I mean, you know, Tyler Shoulders, all that stuff. And I mean, I know he's blown up, but he, there's so many people that aren't even uh, household names yet. So people are still great, great musicians are still flocking. I mean, that's, that's one thing I really like about doing this podcast is like I've caught some of these guys early and now they're they're really blowing up. I, I think look, Rick Lestrays or, yes. you know, even some of the other cats that I've had on the show, Early James and the latest. Yeah. And caught them early. And now you just you sit back and watch and, you know, every now and then I'll just drop a little seed and be like, here, by the way, if you want to get to know them a little bit better, I had a I sat with them in their home in Birmingham, you know, and yeah, it's man. like, here, get to know the boys before, I love it. before it is what it was. You yeah. Know? You got to let them know. Yeah. Got to. It's like, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, tell me a little bit about, like, putting your band together, the one today. And we have half of it here, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have half of it here. Our drummer, AJ Durham, isn't with us. We're, we do, do, we do uh, some duo stuff. So, you know, when the, the venue calls for a duo, we do that. Uh, our drummer, A.J. Durham, is back home, monster drummer, deep, deep pocket guy, uh, and then our uh, bass player, Keith Kenyon. And I tell I, every time I introduce Keith, I say he's the baddest man I know. Just, I mean, can play anything. I mean, just yeah. just nasty. He's nasty. Just nasty. Nasty, nasty is the best way to, to describe it. But when, you know, Zach kind of got me pulled back into uh, the game, so to speak, uh, being out front uh, with just a guitar is not my strong suit, or it definitely wasn't. I've grown more comfortable with it over the last 13 months and really accepted that part of getting out of that box that I put myself in for so long because I was just always the front man. I, I was uh, writing, you know, and singing, and that was my job. You know what I mean? And uh, But, man, sitting on the bar stool and doing the writer's nights or just doing a single – it's helped you grow. Myself. Oh man, it's helped you grow so much. And uh, but I always knew that uh, what I wanted was a band, and I wanted that to be a slow process. And it really—I say it was a slow process. I mean, it was 13 months. And we've we've played seven or eight shows in the last four or five months. Zach's in a great duo called Brandon Brooks. Uh, go get that album uh, called Odyssey. You can get it on Spotify and Apple and anywhere you stream your music nice. at. Uh, or come and get a physical copy at the Zach's Music Shop in downtown Dixon, Tennessee. There you go. But uh, Zach and I were playing, and, and I love Parker, the other half of Brandon Brooks, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't stepping on anybody's toes, you know. And so many of the artists that I like, I mean, you, you look at the Allman Brothers, who I'm just a massive Allman Brothers fan. And, you know, those guys play with so many different bands, and there's that family tree is just has so many branches on it. So I didn't think there would be a problem. There definitely wasn't. Parker gave that his blessing, and 
Zach and I kind of started messing around with some things and brought AJ in. And Keith and I had played in a band 10 years ago when I got out of it. Yeah. And we had played a lot of original music together. And I was like, man, this, this band kind of needs Keith Kenyon in it. And, and that's kind of how we've done it, man. And we've, uh, we've been able to do some cool stuff so far in a short a, time. That's a beautiful thing. And I like the way you described it like a tree. It's, I mean, since been hosting the open mic here and, I've been inviting the local guys out, you know, whether they're busy or not. Uh, let's get a mix up. Like, what would it sound like if we had all the front men together on one stage playing together? And we've and we, now it. we've done it, and like we got a uh, mandolin players coming out. We yep. got uh, violinists, fiddle players, and like you really never know what's going to come out. And yep. I'm hoping to get to a point to where, all right, uh, we've been playing together. We've been kicking this can a little bit. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go take a tupelo or something? Why not, man? You know, just see. And so, but I, I like that when other musicians, because like you said earlier, this is not a competition. No, like, can't be. And if we're all working together, like as a community, like these group of Columbus musicians, of hey, we can go, we can go bless the next town over. Absolutely, or, you know, we can but, take it on the road. That's something else we have is this great collection of songwriters. So when I started doing the songwriter night, it was just Barney, me and Parker, Brandon Brooks, and another local guy, Jason Grove, and it has grown so much. Uh, we've got all these killer writers, and we're all supporting each other and doing these shows. We just played this past Tuesday down on Demumbrian in Nashville. We call it the Dixon County Takeover, and it's just all these either Dixon County native musicians or we've kind of accepted them into our Dixon County family. You might be from Clarksville or Nashville, whatever, but you're part of our crew, and it's so much fun and the talent, and it's just it's incredible. And, and I'm telling you, again, it go if you. D- if you are honest with this thing called music, right? I sincere, sincerely believe that it draws people. Mm-hmm. And what we have found, it started as our little Dixon County thing where we're from, right? And there's several really great writers mm-hmm. in Dixon, right? And But what we started finding, we do a thing called Barney Wells and Friends. It happened completely organically at our brewery. And... uh what we started noticing that other artists started coming to our shows, the Barney Wells and Friends thing, the Dixon County takeover that we do at Live Oak in Nashville. And they just started coming whether they were on the bill or not. And they were just kind of, it was, it was cool to see people just kind of coming and just kind of watching from the fringe, coming up and introducing themselves. Hey man, I love what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get to know them and now we've got, it just keeps growing. And the one thing that they say is, man, I'm, uh, can we cuss on this podcast? Go ahead. I'm so tired of the Nashville bullshit. Mm-hmm. Said it's so cutthroat. And it is. Yeah. You got so many people trying to achieve the same goal. We're really not that. If it happens, that's fantastic. But we're definitely like Nashville is, I heard a guy saying this week, Nashville is the part is a party that you're either invited to or you're not invited to. And only a select group is invited to that party, right? We're not even close to the party. We know people and the people we really like and enjoy to listen to and that we admire are like four blocks over from the party. We're like three counties away from the party. You know what I'm saying? But we love what we do. And it's really, really drawing other like-minded artists. And what they love is, I mean, this isn't a competition. Like we're watching the Dixon County guys lift each other up and you're promoting each other on social media and you're, Uh you know, we see pictures of you guys together and like it genuinely looks like you're having a great time. And I'm like, well, 
It's because we are. We Shit, are. we are. Yeah. That's 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 all we are. I mean, yep. one of the funnest nights we've done, man, we did a guitar pool. Just a good old-fashioned, bring your guitars. We have no idea what's going to happen. And we hung out at our cigar bar for hours. And yep. just people kind of hung out with us. And it was just all love. You know what I mean? Learning each other's songs or jumping on covers that were literally just, you know, kind of throwing into the wind to see if we can mm-hmm. do it. So that competition thing is, is BS, man. Anybody that's subscribing to that thing when it comes to music or any art, right? It, it's not a good way. Yeah, I'm not with it. And I've, I've been around it. And, uh, you know, some towns, it's not just Nashville, it's other towns as well. And, the, and they'll try to play that. And they're, they're even hostile towards like outsiders coming in and playing their venue. And like one thing that I've really been encouraging our people to do is let's not play our venues, but maybe once every two or three months, leave it, leave it open for outsiders. And if we can get their participation, maybe they'll let us go play their, their backyard. Hallelujah. That's it, man. And that's because that's what it's about. And like, yeah. if you're a local musician, yeah, it's good to play at the at the local restaurant or yeah. whatever, you know, and let the local crowd come out and support. But your job is to be out and working in other people's yards. We're huh? literally here because of that exact same scenario. Uh, Hunter Myers mm-hmm. is the one who hooked us up with Munson and Brothers tonight, Friday night. Oh, that's that's one of my boys, man. Yes, yeah. that's, that's a great friend and, of mine. Uh, then he got he helped me get a gig in Tupelo. Us get a gig tomorrow, Saturday, in at uh, Down Under in Tupelo. It's a fun joint, and man. we got him a gig. Helped get a, him a gig at our local brewery. That is how it has to work for indie artists. If you are not doing everything you can to help people climb up that ladder or whatever you know we're trying to do, I, it's, not, it's not a ladder, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's how it has to be, and, and that's it another, has to be that way. And that's another thing I can't stand. If if like you're a well-established band, and like maybe you get to tour and you get to do all those incredible things. And what I hate the most is when bands or singer-songwriters pull the ladder up behind them. Yeah. It's like, oh, one hundred percent. It's like, come on, man. It's like you know we're from the same place. Let somebody open for you. Yes. Like let somebody else get in there. You know, it's. I feel like we've known you longer so, than. So, same wavelength, man. Yeah. It's like the same thing that's happening in Columbus I mean, that's, that's, that's happening in Dixon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's not just here; it's Tupelo, and like yeah. it's and me and Hunter have been talking about this for a while. Yeah. And I, it's probably because like he had met y'all, and like yeah. now we're all on the same wavelength. Absolutely, you know? man. And it's it's just connecting all these dots and getting all these uh, getting all these music scenes, getting these musicians together, and be like, hey, I want to play ball, play ball with me. So when you come to Dixon, hey. Come on, man. Hey, I can come next weekend. Let's do it. Me. <laughs> Let's work on it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for that. Uh, what about, uh, I mean, we've been talking about, you know, building up a scene, and uh, we're on the same wavelength on that. What else is good? What else are y'all working towards right now? We are actually uh, working towards getting in the studio hey. in September. And we're really, really excited about that. We were talking, we're going to do a, either a five or six song EP. And we were talking the whole way down here. We were listening to some old stuff that I've written that we haven't even touched on yet. Talking about some of the, the uh, material that we've been playing out live. The whole, our whole goal is to go in, hit it hard for two days in a studio, see what we come up with. If we've got to get more studio time, we will. But purposefully, we have been playing these songs uh live and working them out almost sometimes in real time and oh that was hey 
keep in mind what we did right there on that uh, the the second part of that verse, you know, and things like that. So that's what's really big on our horizon. We're we're uh, pretty packed in July. We're pretty packed in August with local gigs and all that good, good stuff, man. And whether that's uh, writers nights, duo stuff, full band, a lot of full band stuff coming up. So we should be hitting that studio. Firing on all cylinders. If y'all don't have a studio in mind yet, and since y'all are in the Nashville area, I'd I'd like to introduce y'all to my friend Sean Byrne. Sure. Uh, He he does great studio, and uh, I don't remember the name of the TV show. I think it was on ABC, but uh, he got to do one of the greatest musicians things that a musician could do. Yeah. He got to act like a musician on a TV show. I love it. (laughs) And so, uh, (laughs) but he he helped me. Like, uh, we did a a Porch Talk record. Okay. And uh, he... He helped me. He gave me a great deal. Yeah. And he mixed and mastered everything, and it made it sound like a, you know, awesome. like a million bucks. Yeah, man. He, and he's a great guy. He knows what he's doing. He can play a thousand different instruments. He's yeah. just he's a good guy to know. That's awesome, man. And uh, I, I'm sure I'll tell him about y'all. And like once again, same wavelength. And yeah. he's he's real passionate about helping people. I love get, it. Man. Get get up on their feet. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Cool. Uh, so. Let's let's just throw it uh and throw the music shop in there too. Uh, yeah. Let's just five years from now, where do you want to see yourselves if you can look that far down the road? Um, well, hopefully within the next five years and maybe sooner, we can be that smaller name on the bill of a festival. We've talked about that's that's our real goal is to be that little name that you see on a festival. I just went to Bonnaroo two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got the Hangout Fest or the, and well, some of these singer-songwriter festivals that they have at the beach, you know, that's something, hopefully in the next couple of years that we can start to see it actually happen. And, I, and I'll continue to have the, the shop and everything. I give lessons at the shop and everything like that. Well, I know the that. guy who throws the music festival here. Oh, yeah? You're talking to him. Oh. <laughs> Sign us see? up, brother. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's one I would like to see in the next five years is, is yeah. definitely some more albums. You know, I've got Brandon Brooks. I've got Barney Wells' Rambling Souls. Keep pumping out records, keep playing gigs, doing a little traveling. But be cool to see if we could get on that billing uh, of a songwriter fest or a music festival. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a doable, reachable. Goal. What about? Uh, I know the Bluebird Cafe competition just kicked off. Have y'all have y'all thought about that? Never played the Bluebird. Never been there. Never but. played the Bluebird, and man, I just I don't uh, too much like a competition. I just don't believe in competitions. Yeah. Like, I remember the very first band I was ever in, shout out to the boys in the Full House back in uh, back in West Virginia. That name seems so funny now, but, man, it was so badass back in the day. But, uh, man, we did a couple of those competitions, and we felt like, you know, we were one of the top, you know, and, like, we'd come in, like, fifth place or something crazy. You know, I, like, crazy. And I think, like, the voice, I just think the voice, again, that's somebody's outlet. But the voice and American Idol and, you know, all the other ones. Yeah. Everybody's like, hey, man, did you see so-and-so? I'm like, man, I don't watch those shows. I just, they're cringy to me. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I, I don't know, man. I think that, now, back in the day, like, oh, I wanted to blow anybody off the stage. Anybody that has to come before us, after us, man, we're blowing them off the stage. Make them feel it. Man, to me, again, that's just an immature uh, way to, to to view it. I, it's it's more of an art thing. Yeah. And I, it sounds so ridiculous and corny to even say that but no, i mean in I my heart it. of hearts that's where I'm i am I get look. it now i mean i used to be that way too and yeah. I, I remember uh it was 
first and one of the only times I'd ever seen it, but uh, the Avett brothers were on tour oh, yeah. at the, at the uh, Tuscaloosa Amphitheater. Yeah. And they brought Band the Horses with them. Yeah. Band the Horses open. Love it, yeah. And I don't think they were trying, but they, they blew the Avett brothers yeah. away. Yeah. It's like the whole time we were watching Band the Horses, we were standing up and moving, and then when the Avett brothers came on, we were yeah. just kind of yeah. sitting back, which is it's yeah. more Avett brothers. Sure. You know, they're not more of a rock band like Band and, the Horses, but like, Band of Horses blew everybody's hair back, and then it kind of made Avid Brothers was like, that's kind of mellow. And the thing is, they're both great, you know? When you're playing live, there's always, I say always, not all the time. I mean, a lot of times you might have somebody, you know, you might have a big bill, and everybody just brings their own thing, and everybody can differentiate the, the, the uniqueness of each band and stuff. But there are times when you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's going to be tough to follow, right? I mean, I've felt it. We feel it in writers' nights all the time. And luckily, we play so many writers' nights with so many of our buddies that it's just, you know, a big joke about, oh, I don't want to follow you. Oh, it's so hard to follow you, you know. And, I, and, and it is. But but I, I never go out and purposely go, I'm going to make this guy, this next guy's life miserable. All I'm wanting to do, if, if I help set a standard or yeah. somebody helps set a standard for me, that's, that is growth. So in that sense of quote unquote competition, yeah, that's a beautiful thing, but it's all about what we've been talking about, man. Yeah. Just pulling each other up and maybe making that guy think with a, with a song that you wrote, man, my next line that I got to change the line in this song, man, that Barney really inspired me on that. Or for me, I, I listen to somebody else's stuff and I'm like, Oh, I gotta change the bridge in that song. That bridge was a throwaway bridge, what's, you know. What's been great lately, and just having these conversations on this podcast is, and thank God I've had singer songwriters reach out to me. And it's like, dude, I was listening to the a previous episode, and uh, they'll send me like a verse of a song they're working on. He's like, your conversation was so and so inspired that I mean, that, really man. appreciate what you're doing. I was like, yeah. dude, that is what it's all about. Yeah, yeah man. But like, it's funny. Like you bring up like the festival thing. This this past porch fest that I threw. I, I booked myself behind Taylor Hollinsworth because yeah. I, I knew that was going to be one of the toughest acts to follow because he just brings it. Yeah. one yeah. man. He's a one-man band. Yeah, yeah. And he's ridiculously good. And I remember when, uh, while he was playing, a buddy of mine walked up. He's, I hate it for whoever's got to follow that. And I was like, you're looking at him. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. And I, I was, he's like, ugh, tough, Alan. I was yeah. like, if anyone at my festival is going to eat shit, yeah. I hope it's, it's me. It's going to have to be me, right? Yeah. yeah. Let me eat the shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> But uh, let's uh, we'll do let's do three more questions yeah. and we'll round it on out the door. Uh, these guys, Dixon County guys, if you're in the area, check them out. Uh, but not just Mississippi. I mean, what about uh, coming up? Where are some places y'all are going to be? So uh, we're going to be in Madisonville, Kentucky. When is that? August, beginning August, of August. Yeah. Uh, several things around the Nashville area, the Dixon County, Tennessee, uh, Nashville area. We just got back actually from. My home state of West Virginia earlier in the month. So that was really cool. But uh, yeah, man, the Mississippi thing is really cool, man. I, I love so much music that's come out of Mississippi that it's like, you know, this is, uh, this is a spiritual thing for I me, s- man. I love it so much. When, when people come down for like the Bentonia Blue, uh, Blues Festival at the Blue Front Cafe and I'm, I'm catching up with people I mean, literally yeah. all over the world. And that's what they always say. It's like, you know, your state sign says the birthplace of American music. And, like, when I'm in these places, especially, like, Bentonia, it's a place where it feels like time was forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
it's just like it seeps up out of the ground yeah, or something. Absolutely, you know? it's man. like there's something there's something in the air. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So uh, yeah, I definitely feel, I feel that way about Alabama. Or just you know the whole Appalachian Trail is. I'm so inspired from you know uh, north northern part of West Virginia yeah. all the way down to here. It's absolutely, like, man. That's where all my favorite music is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, me too. I always say it's uh, it's uh, Memphis, Muscle Shoals, Macon, and Motown. Yeah. The four M's, you know what I mean? Like, it can stop right there for me. I mean, don't, I love so much different uh, music, but those places, I mean, there's there's just something really, really uh, muscle shoals. Did I say muscle shoals? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank God because like anything that comes out of those places is mm-hmm. what stirs my soul. The minute I hear it, I'm like, oh, something so different about that sound, man. And I don't know. We're just trying to be be a part of something, you know? Yeah. Uh, question two, uh, plug the socials, uh, guitar shop, uh, your band, plug everything. Uh, my, uh, Zach's Music Shop, Z-A-C-K-S Music Shop, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, and then I guess personally there's, uh, The Zach Brooks, T-H-E-Z-A-C-K Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S. Yep. And, uh, I'm at Barney Wells Music on uh, Facebook and Instagram uh, and anything that you're uh, wanting to keep up with, with Barney Wells and the Ramblin' Souls, that's where you can find it. As of, we, we recently connected over Instagram and I, I guess I know now it came from Hunter and I'm, I'm so thankful that it happened. Yeah, man. Dude, I mean, likewise, bro. You know, I've, I've been following what you're doing and I was excited that you were coming to town. We are super excited, man. I've, last question walking out of the door. What was your favorite part about this conversation? How like-minded you are to us, man. It's like, we just met you, but I feel like you could come pull up a chair at 119 yeah. and we can bond just like we do with all our other buddies. I mean, this has been a very great conversation. It's the it's the revelation that what is happening in our little neck of the woods and this little community that we're purposefully cultivating with kid gloves is so, so similar four and a half hours away down here in mm-hmm. Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Like one, that lets me know that we're on the right track. You know what I mean? And it, it really makes me want to go back and work even harder to make sure that other artists, one, feel inspired by what we're doing, but feel comfortable coming out to our shows and being like, Hey man, like been checking you guys out because just knowing that it's happening down here, I mean, that's that's massive. Yeah, I mean, same, dude. That just to hear what y'all have going up there and, like, it's it's being mirrored down here. Yeah. It's like, oh, hopefully this is happening everywhere. And that's Absolutely. the thing. It's got to be happening in other places. Yeah, and that's what be. we're, we're trying to figure out is, like, look, we got this four- or five-hour range. Where can we go to spread this same mm-hmm. love and thoughts that we yes. have about what we're doing? And, and instead and of and a – yeah, instead of a competition, it's about community. And it's about, it's about lifting each other up. Has to yeah, be. if we make a good impression down here and have a great time, hopefully we can bring our buddies, our bands, and yes. do the same thing here. And then people we meet here, bring them to us, and let's just keep doing that. And likewise, we like y'all get people and come down. We'll hook you guys up with like a songwriter's night or a, a festival gig. You know, that, I don't know, man. Can't say it enough. That's what it's all yeah, about. I, I'm ready. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. Well, uh, we're about a we're about an hour away from y'all's show. I'm sure uh, y'all might want to try to get some more cooler than this. And just <laughs> we are going to go. We have we were smart enough to put in pizza orders. Yeah, 
at Munson and Brothers. We're going to go grab it. What y'all go with? Uh, what did, I just got I just, the pepperoni. Yeah, okay. yeah, simple. Yeah, I really, really want. It. I think they got a spicy Italian down there. That's the way to go. And I'll that's get, what I wanted. I'll but, get the. Uh, but if I'm going to go sing, sing for the next two hours, <laughs> yeah, probably. I not. was like, I've been doing this long enough. That is not the play. But normally, I would go go with that. But yeah, we're going to uh, go grab it. Go back to the hotel. Get cleaned up a little bit. Put on some. Actual gig clothes. Uh, sorry if uh, you ended up seeing us in our uh, shorts and t-shirts. And we were like, we are not. Lo- we we outside, thought we were going to yeah. have to load in at Munson Brothers, and uh, we walked in and they already had everything. And uh, Lance was like, "No, nah, man." He's like, "All you got to do is plug and play." Yeah, we were just like, "Plug we, in." We had a beer and we strolled out. So uh, yeah, man, we're looking forward to it, dude. Well, cool, man. I really appreciate this, Zach Barney. Uh, I guess I'll see y'all soon. Yeah, man. Yeah. Porch talk, y'all. Yeah.